Talks right here, we gon' talk about it right here. We gon' talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. It's today talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. I'ma talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. Cause it's today talks. And I'ma talk about it. Yeah, cause it's today talks. And I'ma talk about it. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to season six of the Tanae Talks podcast entitled The Wedding Season. It is going to be a series this season chronicling the journey that my fiance Terrence and I are going on uh, from, we're going to take you on a journey about our dating our engagement, and ultimately our wedding that will be on May 15th, 2022. So, you ready, B? I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, so I got to do first things, first things, first things, first. Today's episode is brought to you by So Bling. So Bling is an independent consultant of paparazzi accessories. So Bling gives you amazing jewelry for $5. Yes, you heard it right, $5. Visit SoBling.com so you can be a showstopper at your next event. That's SoBling, S-O-S-B-L-I-N-G.com. You can also follow SoBling at S.O.S.Bling on Instagram by independent consultant Brett Rogers, who is a Tanae Talks talker of the year, decade, month, <laughs> week. <laughs> I completely bang with her. So y'all make sure y'all check that out and get you some, some glitzy, glammy $5 jewelry that is guaranteed to be a showstopper. So we just gonna hop right on into it. I wish I was like one of those, you know, YouTubers that had all like the fancy, you know, like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> like yeah, we're going on to our next segment you know what I mean so but I don't got all that just like raw shit going on so again the talkers out there if you're new to the Tanae Talks podcast you know that this is the podcast that entertains and educates and it also is the podcast where you come to laugh and learn so during this season and this episode you're going laugh and you're going to learn a little bit about myself and you're going to learn a little bit about my going to say because he liked it and will he put a ring on it <laughs> <laughs> so first things first we'll talk about how we met each other many of you may have heard this if you follow me on facebook or if you're my friend you may have heard a little bit about it but you might you don't know the whole scope the whole meat of the matter so i'll let you start <laughs> do you want me to say you yeah, look very yeah, shy yeah yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah. he's been a he's been in the on the 10 talks train for so he knows how this works but he want to act camera shy but okay so let me take y'all on a little journey terrence and i met each other july 2017 so almost five years ago and july 7th let, terrence don't understand the significance of these dates he'd be trying to he'd be trying to minimize the significance of this date but let me tell y'all how significant this date is my daddy was born on july 7th and his granny his favorite granny his teehee granny <laughs> y'all know nothing about that but his his favorite granny passed away on July 7th and then we met each other so I look at it as a beginning an ending and a new beginning that's how I view July 7th okay did you not know that I viewed it that way or you did and you just still be trying to minimize it I didn't even know I was doing it um, <laughs> first I've heard <laughs> that I'm minimizing you do all right okay so we met on that date so we met on that date it was a significant day. <laughs> Hold on, let me not minimize it. It was such a 
momentous day. So many things was important about that day. Yes. <laughs> it's two years after my grandmother passed away. I rest her so. I see you Go ahead. <laughs> this is what I'm having to deal with. Okay, so any oozers. Um, so we met at this karaoke karaoke bar called The Hideaway in Dallas on Preston Road. So if you're ever in the DFW area, go check it out. It's pretty lit on a Friday. But this particular Friday, you know, if, if you know me, then you know that I love me some karaoke child. So on this particular day, I was, you know, calling my friends to come hang out with me. I called my guy brother Dimple. Shout out to Dimples. I called Max, who claimed I didn't call her, but I called her and, and a few other my friends. And usually they come and hang out, but for some strange reason, nobody was answering the call. So if you know me, I don't mind going anywhere solo dolo. So I uh, put on a nice little tank top, my mm-hmm. little pink tank top, mm-hmm. had, you know, it was summertime, so you know the melanin was popping tin. Mm-hmm. And as y'all can see now, I'm growing um, my real locks. But at the time, I had some faux locks, so I thought I was cute. So, you know, I went and I sat at the bar, you know. And Friday night is a big karaoke night, so I was waiting to sing my song, but it was like a lot of people ahead of me. So in the meantime, in between time, I was sitting at the bar, you know, guys were flirting with me. This white man was buying me drinks, black dudes were buying me drinks, you know. I, uh, what my mom say, I don't got no respect to persons. If you want to buy me a drizzank, I'm going to drink it, period. So I'm sitting at the bar, you know, cheer dancing. <laughs> Nick, you know, when you're sitting at the bar, you got to cheer dance. Like, you know what I mean? And obviously, he saw he saw me. So, <laughs> but that's not how I really went. So no. it, kinda, it didn't go like that, but I was sitting at the bar, you know, enjoying myself. Unbeknownst to me, I didn't even know him. I be using the N word, y'all. So, but I ain't gonna. I'm gonna try I'm not. not one. He's not one. I'm trying not to use. But <laughs> so I'm up there jamming and whatnot, and um, so these white girls. I, I didn't know he was standing beside or near me, like in my proximity. Mm-hmm. So these um women. I ain't had to specify what they was, but that's significant. They were some white girls. It mattered. <laughs> it did really matter. They were. Y'all know the term white girl wasted. They were white girl wasted. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they decided like to be touching on me. Don't don't touch me. But they, ah, you know, being extra. And I, he's near me. I don't know him at this time, but he's near me. So they're touching on me and then they're touching on him. And then they mm-hmm. look at me while touching all on him. Like, yeah. is this your boyfriend? Yeah, yeah, that's how it happened. And I'm like, <laughs> White girl was. <laughs> First of all, I'm thinking to myself, and now Rebecca. If he was. If this was my man, <laughs> and you rubbing out on my man, then Ooh. touching on him first, and then you're going to come to me and say, Is this your boy? After you didn't grope my man, girl, I would have <laughs> punched you straight in the throat. <laughs> but because I know him from a can of paint, I was just like, No. Yeah. With the deep, with the deep. Black girl eye roll, okay? <laughs> so Terrence saw me about to really go in because they just wouldn't let in. And then I'll let you insert your little story. Well, then what happened there? You <laughs> said my little story. <laughs> Do your version. You want how I got there? We'll get to that. Okay, then. So my version coming to this very point is uh, I see these young ladies well, no, no, no. Oh. Let's talk about how you got there because I talked about how I got there. Mm-hmm. So you talk about how you got there and then to this point. I'm sorry. How far back? Were you? Like the night of. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so the homeboy Bernard. Shout, shout out, out to, to Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> the homeboy Bernard uh, hits me up. Uh, we have very valid reasons why he hit me up, but he's like, "Bro, dog, you got to come with me. I want you to just come out with me." And let's hang. You need let me get you a drink and let's go. So he had a couple of spots in line. And first we went to Kona Grill. Grill. Right. <laughs> we went to Kona Grill in, in Plano, because that's a you know popular water watering hole for people like to go fish for that kind of they, they might not know what fish means. Oh, I mean, you know, <laughs> fellas, ladies, they out there looking. You know, it's a it's a, when people trying to get chose. They trying to get chose, and it's a lot of people <laughs> out there, black people, on like a Friday afternoonish. You know, coming in from workish time, everybody out there kicking it, and so we go out there and we kick it. 
And then he was like, once this place ran its course, <laughs> I know I know another spot. <laughs> but pause, he's trying to leave out the fact that he tried to holler at a chick at Kona Grill. I didn't try. I successfully hollered at a chick. I just wanted to say it. So, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I did it. You know? me. Yes, yeah, I didn't try. You know, I, I had already shot a shot, scored a basket at least there. I got me a number. <laughs> so, <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, feeling myself, the alcohol and my inflated sense of self-esteem is rolling. So yes, I did get a phone number there, which is very funny because I ended up seeing that girl at the hideaway. And <laughs> <laughs> she could compete with all of this. Later. I saw her later. Yeah, it was too late. By the time I seen her that time, she has already lost the race. Really, <laughs> I lost the race. That's another story. So <laughs> nice. okay. anyway, so. We have now decided to go to the hideaway. We are now at the hideaway. And I'm telling you, y'all will not believe it. I believe it. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as we walk in the door, as soon as we walk in the door, it's my first time ever being to this place ever. Bernard stops, gives the bird man hand rub, looks around the room. (laughs) He said, check out Shorty right there. That's your demo. He's from Chicago. That's how he (laughs) talks. He said, that's your demo. And then I looked, I saw them thighs, I saw that brown skin, <laughs> and I tried to play it off like, yeah, bro. <laughs> but that was it. I'm talking about as soon as we walk in the door, he pointed her out, like, that's your demo. Then we got to just circulating around, you know, around the club. You know, you know. how dudes do. They yeah, gotta we got to walk around and thing. look and see where we want to post up and put that one leg up and hold that drink. So once we <laughs> finally found us a posting view spot, uh, he was just like, all right. So we got to drinking. And then that next round, I was like, I got you. Let me let me get the beer. So go get a beer. And that's when I walk up on <laughs> Becky, <laughs> Becky <laughs> at the bar. Today's at the bar just chilling. And yeah, I did notice it was the young lady that he had pointed out. But I did not go back to that spot because of her. I just went to go get a beer. And it was the nearest opening to the bar. So I'm... Now, right beside her, waiting to order a beer. And then I see this and the young lady, they all rubbing yeah. and touching and whatever. And I read the black meter on her face. And she was the at black red. meter. She was at was, red. Okay. If, if the meter is dealing with black people, where okay, was so, that at? Where was that at on the black people meter of festivity? Oh, you was oh, you was at the you was right before the highest level of festivity. Was I asked Samuel L. Jackson? Yes, what Kirsten was about to happen. He was at a Sam. He was definitely at a Sam. Some MFs was coming. And I saw it. And it's like, you know what? I mean, <laughs> let me just step in because they kind of brought us together because they think we're together. And so I believe I stepped in and, I, you know, and she's doing that. And then I said, chill, ma. <laughs> you know, like that kind of like, okay. She, okay. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, <laughs> and I think I said something to the effect of if we really was together, this would just be funny. Yeah, like we, you, <laughs> he was like, um, if if we were together, this is just something that we will laugh about later on. And I was like, you know, yeah. side eye, <laughs> not shooting my shot, just yeah, like trying to de-escalate the situation before they end up getting beat up, and then the club is ruined. So I yeah. really, I saved the night for everyone because today was gonna tear the club. <laughs> That's that's the other side of the story. Today was going to tear a club up. And that's if I didn't step in, it was just going to be, nope, if you book. If you book. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so when I ordered my beer, the young, the, the white woman bumped me and beer spilled on, spilled on today. It was like, Ours is lining up. So I'm like, oh. Is the stars lining up that a beverage was spilled on me when I thought, well, you, you ladies, you know, if you think, if you looking cute, it's uh, someone spilled a drink on you. Like, she, look, look, look at the end result of the beer. Okay. All right. Okay, come go on ahead. Now. <laughs> <laughs> come okay. on now. That was a win. <laughs> that was a win. You okay. got to wait and be patient for your blessings to manifest. Ooh. All right. Anyway, so the beer spilled. I got a napkin. Probably wasn't appropriate, but she didn't stop. And, you know, I was like, oh, dabbing at the thighs. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> what a touchy feeling going on. Oh, because I. That's new to the me. The beard. I didn't know. Okay. Right. No, I didn't get Copperfield. 
I just you know just, that you just in the end, that's an, that's an invasion of your space to feel like I can just dab your thighs. Right. I'm I know that now. I'm sorry. I forgive you. Okay. Right. <laughs> so you can, I like when you share this part of the story. Oh no, I can say this part. So after that, he dabs me or whatever. Then now I'm noticing him, like the totality of him. And so he, um, he had on a fan new shirt. And if y'all know me, I'm like literally the, um, the personification of six degrees of separation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. She has a full flowchart of all the connections she had to all humanity. We'll get it to the You're point. on her flowchart. You are. <laughs> you, somebody that's you, watching this. You, listener, now. So later on the episode, y'all <laughs> learn more about the flowchart that he calls it. But anyway, so he had on a FAMU shirt. For those who don't know, FAMU means Florida A&M University. It is a historically black college and university in Tallahassee, Florida. So of course, you know, I know people that went there. So I see the FAMU shirt says FAMU alumni. So I'm like, oh, you went to FAM. Do you know my friend Audrey? Like that's immediately the first name that came to my head. And so, uh, oh, I must say that Terrence is, years older than me but he doesn't look it especially back then like like four years ago you even look younger than that so i'm thinking he's like around my age range so i'm like do you know how he's like you know what year did she come out and i'm like um i don't know i think i said 2005 or something i think that's around the time but he was like oh no i went to fam in 93 <laughs> so i'm like oh okay no you probably wouldn't know her and then um i said where are you from I thought you mentioned Jonathan at one point. Oh, I said Jonathan too. Oh, yeah, because if he said he didn't know, uh, he didn't know Audrey before I before he told me the 93 thing, then I said, Well, do you know Jonathan Quarles? Because anybody who in the world knows Jonathan Quarles, okay? <laughs> Go Google him, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know Jonathan Quarles? And he's like, I think you said yes, because mm -hmm. everybody knows Jonathan Quarles. So he was like, um, yeah, and so then I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. I was like, where are you from? And then he was like, Flint. And I was, there's a Flint, Texas, I want y'all to know. So I was like, <laughs> Flint, like Flint, Michigan? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, you not from Flint. I was like, I'm from Flint. And he was like, what? what? And I'm like, I'm, I'm still skeptical. I'm like, you're not from Flint. If you're from Flint, what high school did you go to? Now, this is a Flint thing. It, like when you meet a Flintstone, the first thing you'd be like, oh, you from Flint? What yeah, high school you went to? <laughs> like, that's what you say. So he, he went to. Don't do that. Don't. I went to the only school in Flint that's still open. <laughs> now he's trying to. He went to Hamity. So. <laughs> that's right. Michael H. Hamity High School. That's right. <laughs> if you're from Flint, you know the main schools are Central, Northwestern, Southwestern, and Northern. So I was like, okay, you went to him. So, I mean, he had to be from Flint if he All said your kids go to Anyway. <laughs> go ahead. It's the hate for me. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Flint Central High School. <laughs> so then, so, you know, like we're small talking, I'm in just disbelief that I randomly meet a dude from Flint, even though Flint is kind of heavily populated in the DFW. Mm -hmm. I just didn't expect him to be from Flint, which is funny because he said, you don't act like someone who's from Flint. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Had a little bit of stereotype going on about what I expected from people who transplanted from Flint to Dallas and hadn't kind of got out to the other parts of, you know, America. <laughs> and you can kind of see a there's a Flint edge to a Flint person. Yeah. And mine may have been rounded off and weathered down because I spent a lot of years in Florida and then a lot of years in Texas. So I kind of became kind of a Southern fried Flint person mm -hmm. where I expected a little more. Well, he, he expected a little bit of my North, North more North side grit. A okay, bit, so the, a little bit more grit. the woman <laughs> who, so when the women spilled the beer, the Flint response would have already been fighting. <laughs> but Tanae held real. on as if she'd been somewhere or maybe really wasn't from Flint. Because a Flint response to that event, we really don't finish the our conversation. Been torn it was over. Up. It was like this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> and it would have been, yeah. I could have done nothing about it. But because she was a little more reserved, 
And I hate to stereotype because I know yeah. that that is not all women in Flint. Yeah. I know that. It's we, just we know, babe. But <laughs> if you're from Flint, you now you know. <laughs> now, now you know. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> he couldn't believe he was like, like he he told me like even later on in de- de- dating, like you don't act like you're from Flint. Or maybe like he says he wanted. I have lived multiple places. I've you know lived in um, Chicago. I've lived in D.C. for a spill. Ohio for a summer, New Orleans. <laughs> so maybe because I kind of been around, but I mean, I just, it adds something to it. I have to say, you know, it just perhaps. does. It does. Um, <laughs> I'm no disrespect. I just, <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. <laughs> so anyway, so at this point, we're chopping it up, and you know, time is kind of going on. But I guess Bernard had a little situation, so I guess he tapped you know, touches Terrence, like, we got to go. And I'm like, oh, you, you going to leave before you hear me sing? You know, I want him to see me sing. <laughs> so um, he was like, I didn't drive. Like, I rode with Bernard. So I was like, oh, okay. So he asked me for my number. I gave it to him. I won't, I won't get into that because <laughs> I won't even say. But he takes my number <laughs> and he puts it in his phone. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I ain't gonna even say don't that. Don't do it. Just say it. No. Okay, no, I'm not gonna no, say it. No, no. I ain't gonna do it. Okay, so he puts my number. So anyway, he leaves or whatever. And so you know, I stay to the end to the till it lets out because you know I'm gonna do my song. Anybody that knows me, I'm doing my song. So I stay and I leave around two a.m. And he calls me. Did I call you or you called me? Because I know I was driving home. And I asked you why you were up. And you said, because I go to the gym at five in the morning. You remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. So he called me, like, on my way home. Yeah, because I ended up leaving. And he was like, however Bernard took him to his car, he was like, I, he, was, he lived on the farther part of the DFW. And we were more so in North Dallas. So he was like, yeah, you know, I'm driving home. It's, it's a bit of a ways, you know, I'm up or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, so the other significant thing about this whole situation is um, I had only been in the DFW area, Dallas, for two years at this point, and I was over it, over it, like ready to go, like, God, get me up out of here. I had been applying a job. I had had so many interviews back at home at this point. I had an interview at Siena Heights University. I had an interview at U of M Flint, Davenport University. So when I met Terrence that Sunday, I had an interview at Michigan State University. Like I was about to check up the deuce. And so um, anyway, we talked for a little bit. And then I think the next day we talked and I told him that, um, that I had an interview back home in Michigan at Michigan State. So I was like, you know, I'm flying out on Sunday or whatever. And so I flew out. Had my interview, came back that Monday. And on that Monday, as me flying home, I ended up having an allergic reaction on the plane. If you know me also, <laughs> then you know I have bad allergies. <laughs> I'm talking about bad, like metamorphosis bad, <laughs> like near death bad, okay? So I have an allergic reaction on the plane. And uh, at the time, I was kind of talking to somebody else. <laughs> but <laughs> they did not answer their phone because I, I had caught the train to the airport. So I was catching the train back home. It was late at night. It was like midnight. It was really dark. And so I called the guy I was talking to. He didn't answer. So I ended up calling Terrence. And I was like, hey, um, I just got back. I, first of all, I sent him a picture of me. I was like, I had an allergic reaction. I'm going to send you this picture. Why, I, why would I send him that picture? I looked crazy as hell. But <laughs> I sent it to him. And I'm like, I'm having an allergic reaction. But he was I find out later on such a kind man. Uh, he was so kind to me. And I was like, well, I'm walking home and it's really dark. Can you talk to me on the phone until I get home? So then that was that. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he asked me out on our first date. And so our first date, do you want to talk about that? You? Yeah. Okay. Well, our first date, <clears throat> first of all, again, I was about to call myself moving back to Michigan. I was already dating someone, like dating somebody, like not exclusive, but you know, dating. And um, and also, 
I ain't know this man like that. So he said he wanted to take me out on a date. He told me I could pick the place. I picked my favorite restaurant here, Free Man's Cafe. And I'm about to go get me a what? Free meal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go get me a free meal. Okay. So I call my girl Tyra. Shout out to Tyra. Like, come over here and help me pick out an outfit to go on this date. So she picked out this orange body fit and dress. <laughs> and I was smaller then too. So, you know, it was like, you know what that means. <laughs> so, oh, so with her, uh, so I told Tyra before I left, I was like, now Tyra, call me in an hour, girl, and say something happening so I can leave. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Ooh, child. So I get there and I'm late. And Terrence is sitting there in the middle, the center of the restaurant, like, what were your thoughts that I walked sashay? I sashayed in there all over. <laughs> what were your thoughts, like, girl? <laughs> yeah, she sashayed in there in that bright orange <laughs> outfit, just glowing <laughs> with that person in sunglasses. She was just glowing. I ain't know in her mind. She was just like, I just came to eat. <laughs> Did you? Uh, yeah. But I won. I'm sorry. <laughs> Essentially. So we're at the restaurant. And we're sitting and we're chatting. We're having a grand old time. We're talking and the hour comes. And so I excuse myself to the bathroom. I'm like, no, I'm going to it. <laughs> and I come back. And when I came back, it was a guy there um, playing a guitar and singing. He was like the entertainer for the restaurant. So I, I tapped here and like, give me one second. I go up to that guy, the, the performer. And I asked him, I said, do you know how to play Jewel? And he was like, no, how does it go? And I played it on my phone. He was like, give me a second. I'll learn. I, like, you can play by ear. He was like, give me a second. I'll mm-hmm. listen to it. And then I'll, I was like, because I want to sing. He was like, okay, Terrence don't know none of this is going on. So I come back to the table and we're talking. And then maybe about 15 minutes later, the guy taps me on my shoulder and was like, I got it. You ready? Or whatever. So I go up <laughs> to the stage. Terrence will learn this about me. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, I learned really fast that I'm a star. <laughs> <laughs> he learned that day. Well, there's a mic. <laughs> oh, there's a microphone here. Is this thing on? All right. <laughs> so I get on stage and I'm like, um, this is dedicated to Terrence because he didn't get to hear me sing at karaoke. <laughs> I was determined. To, I was determined to have him listen to me sing. So I sing, "You Were Meant for Me" by Jewel. Now, these are the words. I just met this man, but I'm singing. Uh, you were meant for me, and I was meant for you. What? The what? irony, right? But it, it, I chose the song because it highlighted my voice in a very spectacular mm. way. <laughs> so, um, so in the midst of our conversation, and this is very important, and I think it's important to touch on it now, he ended up telling me that he wasn't Christian and I am Christian to this day was raised Christian and all that good stuff. And Terrence was raised Christian, but he wanted to let it be known upfront, you know, that I guess this was a source of, I don't want to say contention. Is that the right word? Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, it was a concern. It um, was a, it's a sensitive area for you. It was a very yeah, definitely area. at that time at that moment in time where I was, I wanted it to be on the table because for me, it was gonna be a non-negotiable. If it wasn't something you was gonna be willing to accept, then we best not even take the act about it. <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> but you know, it wasn't what like I was thinking about, oh, I'm gonna marry this girl, so let me tell her now. I was just having an honest conversation about what type of person I was. So yeah, but I didn't, it wasn't something I was willing to just hide and tuck away. Like, mm-hmm. no, no one should know. But yeah. Yeah, he really wanted me to know. And I don't know, for me, it wasn't a deal breaker, even though I'm Christian and the Christianity rules are like, it should be this way. (laughs) Mm. I I look at God bigger than the religion, so to speak. And I feel like I'm like, he's he's God's child. And I explained that to him. I was like, God is love. Do you love God? Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah. 
Well, then we're good to go. <laughs> like, you don't worship Satan, do you? Okay, you're not a Satan worshiper? Not at all. <laughs> okay, we can move forward. Okay, right. Right. So, right. So that was it for me. I was raised, the Christianity upbringing that I had was love. God is love. Love supersedes all. Um, even when Jesus came in the New Testament, he was like, forget all the commandments from the Old Testament. The New Testament is to love. So that's just where I was at with it. And so, but he thought that that was, you know, very, like I said, it was a source of contention for him, a source of sensitivity for him. And for me, it was just, again, I wasn't trying to marry this man. I just met him. So for me, it was like, okay, <laughs> you have another religion? Well, that's fine. And so I really want you to touch on the fact. So let them know the religion that you practice. I practice Ifa. I am a devotee of Ifa, which is uh, the religion, a religion that was born out of the culture of the Yoruba people of Nigeria. It is an ancient religion from their culture. And I had been learning about this um, tradition mm, since about 90 no about 96 i was yeah. in a sixth grade for content oh she just <laughs> she like so yes 10 years older and so that's always that's always that point. he yes, was on a journey when i was i was on a journey yeah when i left flint michigan to go to college at famu i was definitely on a journey i knew leaving flint michigan that religiously i wanted to learn more that i wanted my i I needed to learn more about how we can connect to the divine instead of the ways that was just told to me. I just felt like there was something else. I really did. And I was open. I was open to the world. You could have told me anything and I was going to listen because I was just really trying to figure it out. And that's where I was. And then in 96, you know, I found something that kind of made sense to me and I kind of messed with it and tried to learn and just dibbled and dabbled and got more and more into it in the course of my life. By the time I meet her, you know, I am in my forties and I'm serious about being, as people might say, right with God. Like that's, I want to have a spiritual base that I feel confident in. I want to walk with the same pride as everybody else who feel confident in their spiritual base. And I felt like I've been on shaky ground for too long. And it was time to establish a foundation. So that's really where I was. And that's why I had, it had to be known up front. Like, I'm not hiding it. I'm not, I'm not hiding it. I practice a, something that some people out of ignorance would say, oh, it's like voodoo or something. You know, and when I say voodoo, I don't even mean voodoo in a bad way. I just mean that we are scared of the traditions that our ancestors practice because we've been told things here in these Americas. In these Americans. So, <laughs> and I wanted to touch on that because I wanted to kind of segue into our mentalities at the time of us, I guess, meeting each other. At the time of me meeting Terrence, as far as dating was concerned, I had grown so much in how I perceived myself, the confidence that I had about myself, and also just the idea of dating multiple people. Like, and there was a time where some might call a serial monogamous, like I'm only talking to somebody like if we're together, I didn't really. And, and I think that black girls in general, black guys and girls are not taught how to date. You know, you can date multiple people at once and that doesn't mean you're sleeping with everybody your date. But I was I was at that point in my life where I was understanding that I can date to understand what I like, who I like, what I won't tolerate, what I will, and be able be being okay with saying, mm -hmm. oh, you don't like me or I don't like you, bye. Right. On to the next, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that's where I kind of was at. And then I guess my prayer for a mate at that time was more so I want somebody that I can hang with, have fun with. Mm -hmm. I, I like to hike. Like I was on a, once upon a time, I was on a dating site called, um, POF. I'm, this is no plug to them. I, I call it the ghetto of dating sites. And so when, when they ask you like what your interest in hobbies were, I would always put hike, hiking and I never got the interest of guys that I like. I like black men. Mm -hmm. And so I was getting like <laughs> Middle Easterns, white people. And I remember my best friend at the time was like, well, what does your profile say? <laughs> and I told her like, oh, it says hiking. And she was like, <laughs> Now, ma'am, that's why. So I wanted to be able to 
be with somebody where I could enjoy the activities of life with and also bring my friends around. Like I always wanted to have a mate where it was like, he ain't on the side. It's like, we're doing things together and enjoying each other and, you know, building a family. And also I have a seven year old at the time, my son, um, y'all know Junior Healy from <laughs> my son is like Macaulay Calkin mixed with Junior Healy mixed with what's that little genius boy on the cartoon? Dexter. Dexter. <laughs> the other boy. It's another boy genius, but that's all mixed in one. So I also needed a Jimmy mix. Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> yeah. So I needed a mate that could be able to handle my son, except that we are a package deal, and also get through level 26 of my baby daddy. <laughs> you gotta fight him at the end. <laughs> you must fight him at the end. Right, it's like the final boss. <laughs> whatever video game you get to the last level. Whatever, whatever that is, where you gotta fight to the death. <laughs> you have to be able to get through that to get to me. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's, it is funny. I don't probably go get a phone call. You're going to get a phone call. Trust me the fuck out. <laughs> well, it's true. So, um, that's where I was at with whatever. But also, like I said, the first day, also was telling them like, oh, you know, I might be moving back to Michigan. I just had this job. So I, you from Michigan, you're going to come visit me. And so where were you at with it as far as dating at the time that we met? Uh, where was I? Well, as the story goes, I was separated and divorcing. I was not divorced yet. <laughs> on paper, <laughs> it was over. <laughs> and it was just over. And that's where I was with it. So I was kind of like, nothing really. This is just my first little into the world and it's not I'm not jumping into this to find a replacement I'm just out here you know enjoying life out here and <laughs> I was opening up front about that too I'm just out here just dating you know, and, and or not you know and here it is and so that's kind of where I was so it wasn't like I was trying to like I say find a new wife or anything it was just like okay Let's let's see if people like me, you know, or just, <laughs> just get out Am I there. Worthy of <laughs> you know how you come out of these situations. You know, maybe y'all don't know. You come out, you feel like maybe, you know, uh, I might be a little wounded, you know, yeah. and it's just like, uh, maybe I might be not, you know, just got to figure out who you are and what you are all about, you know. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I, I, this wasn't me when I first met you, but when I got out of my longest relationship that I ever had getting out into the dating world, I feel uncomfortable. I feel unworthy. Not at the time that I met him, but at the time where he's talking about when you're getting out of a relationship. I literally feel unworthy. Like, I'm not worthy. I'm a single mom. (laughs) 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 Who wants to, like, I was literally having these, I was like, who wants to date a single mother? And I didn't even have a slew of kids. I just have one child Mm -hmm. who's like 15 people in one. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I still, like, I just felt unworthy. I used to feel like I'll never, even though I had the desire in my heart to get married, I felt like that would never happen for me. Um, but it is a prayer that my mom prayed for both my sister and I that we would have good husbands that loved us and took care of us. Like that was my mama's prayer. So I am happy to say, Beverly girl, I'm living out your prayers. <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> so that's where I was at with it. But you, we, I, I segue into that to say where we were with things. And talking about religion, because when we walked out of our date, well, first, let me tell y'all how I ended the day. Now, oh, yeah, mind you, I told you I was going to stay there for one hour to get my free meal, but we stayed for four hours. We Great conversation. Enjoyed Boy, it. <laughs> you talking about turned on by a conversation. I just mean turned on. I was just like genuinely loved talking to this woman it was so refreshing <laughs> to just have a conversation that was, yeah, it. To, that was it to just talk whatever we want to talk about and just get to know each other and just be ourselves and for me it was like this is Terrence <laughs> this is like, hey, and this is who I am and whatever you like it love it whatever this mm-hmm. and it was so refreshing it, I love it 
that's how and it just passed on. It passed on because it was fluid, you mm-hmm. know, it was a fluid and just great thing. Yes, the conversation was very fluid. It was, y'all know me, Tanae talks. I like to talk, so we can keep it going. But to his point, it was enjoyable to have someone that I can talk to on an intellectual level, a kick it level, and not them thinking I think I'm better than them or think I'm using big words or, you know, like I've dated those situations where it's like, oh, you think you this? And if y'all know me, y'all know I don't brag about my education. Yes, I'm an educated woman, but it's not something that I kind of lead with. But it was like it was very comfortable in that sit that he was like my equal in that moment. And I'm a sapiosexual. For those who don't know, it's like I'm attracted to intelligence. He was very intelligent, like the professor. (laughs) (laughs) So he was smart. I love a smart man because if you not smart, I kind of let you know <laughs> that <laughs> I, I just hate to say it, but you know, any losers. So um, I ended the day because I was like, oh, I got to go. I got to get my eyebrows arched. Like literally like that. Terrence say I'm very abrupt. It, when it's over, <laughs> you're on the phone with her. You'll be telling her this heart-wrenching story. And then she's like, okay, well, the cookies are done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. <laughs> I'm a work in progress. So I was like, I got to go. I got to get my eyebrows done. And the place about to close if I don't get there. So he was like, okay. <laughs> so as we're walking out, we see, a, now mind you, he told me about his religion, Ifa, but I had never heard of this a day in my life. I've heard of Islam, Hindu, Judaism, everything, but I hadn't heard of this. And when we walk out, yeah, when we walk out, there's a brother just sitting out on the patio, and he noticed that I had a bracelet on. It's called an Ide, and it shows that I have my hand of Ifa, that you know, that I have a shrine of Ifa in my home. And so we wear that bracelet, and he sees it immediately. He's like, "Yo," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Your child." He's like, "You're a child of a Rubala," and I'm like. <laughs> Why, yes, I, <laughs> I mean, he noticed it. And I understand if you're a practitioner and you see someone with it, you're going to immediately be like, boom. But it was just so funny that we had this conversation. I don't know where she's going to take this. It's something uncomfortable. And let me tell you, it's uncomfortable for me because I know I'm Black. I'm raised around Christians. Boy, you supposed to love Jesus. And right. he still do. He <laughs> loves Jesus. He just practiced. <laughs> see? This is why, because see how she just kept me? That's what Black people going to end up doing anyway. It's like Jesus, but it's the African version of me. It's still going to be Jesus. Because I, I love Black people. Because in the end, they just want us to be right. They want us to know, Black people want us to know that we are still connected to the divine. And whatever, we going we gonna to stay connected. Ain't nobody going to break our spirit. So I did understand this could be a judgmental kind of situation because of everything. It's going to be like, <laughs> See, I got a director. <laughs> anyway, so it is what it is. So it was to me very, it was like divine that I just told her about this thing that I'm sensitive about because I don't want her to look at me as like, oh, he's doing something crazy. And therefore, I can't talk to him. And then as soon as we walk out, a guy just says, hey, and he brings it all up. And I'm like, this is almost like, this is meant to, wow, yeah. like, and she's like, oh. Yeah, because I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like, okay. So, yeah, that was interesting. So, as as my luck would have it on my way, as I abruptly ended our great four-hour dates, um, my air conditioner stops working <laughs> in my car on my way to Richardson. So, if you're in the DFW, you know, we were in Deep Ellum, and I was on my way to Richardson. I was going north. And um, yeah, my air, it's July, y'all, in Texas, my air goes out. But for some reason, I call Terrence. Why do I call this man that I just met? <laughs> what are you supposed to do? <laughs> he did it, so I called him, and I was like, um, my air <laughs> And he was like, um, well, I got to go do something, and then I'll come and check it out for you. 
and that well, I didn't know at the time, but I have learned over time that that's the type of man that he is, that he's a problem solver. You know, he wants you to be okay. He wants you to be fine. And you can come to him with stuff. I didn't know what well, I learned that day. So I go home and at the apartment that I stayed in at the time, it was a, you go under the garage. It was a, you call it a garage, right? You go the, the, under, parking the, park, the, par- the parking deck is under the apartment. Yeah, the parking deck is under the apartment and then you had to go up to get to it. So um, he tells, he's like, I have to go do something and then I can I can come and help see about it in about an hour or two. So at, then I'm thinking, well, dang, I don't want to get this man my address. But I'm like, well, I, he won't be able to know where my apartment is because I live in the parking, like the parking deck. He won't know which apartment I live in. And I didn't really want him to know because although I had been dating, I had kind of left the situation where the person was kind of creepy. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but oh, it, sorry, was just, <laughs> it was it's just, just mm. it was, I don't know. They live near me. And so I just, you know, it was just kind of weird. But anyway, I um, had let him come over and he brought the stuff to fix my car. He bought like air conditioning stuff. That's <laughs> a refrigerator. Yeah, bro. Yeah, air conditioning <laughs> stuff. <laughs> he brought the stuff like he bought it, like brand new, came downstairs to the parking deck and like fixed it. It was like, turn your car on, like make sure it's working, like the air is blowing out. And like he fixed it, y'all. <laughs> I just met him and he went to go fix it. <laughs> Listen, if this, when I got the phone call about her AC, I was about to turn into my driveway. As soon as I got the call, I just kept straight and put it on the corner <laughs> and went straight to the store to find, you know, the tools. The, to help me. The air conditioning stuff. <laughs> air conditioning stuff. You're so sweet. See, he didn't even have to do that. So now he's done fixing it. And now I'm feeling awkward in my head. I'm like, I mean, he did come way over here. Did you invite him upstairs? And then I'm like, oh, he's a stranger. Well, he did come fix your air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having this whole conversation in my head. So I said, uh, you want to come upstairs and have some water? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he comes upstairs. And when you, at the time, when you first walk in, my uh, dining room set was like right there. So I was like, okay, you can have a seat right here. You don't need to go no further. And also I'm like, that. my son was gone for the summer. He leaves every summer. So he was gone. It was just me. And so I'm thinking to myself, I mean, I don't know him, but he nice. He fixed my, I don't think he a killer, <laughs> but I sit right here. And so then I was like, oh, you want to play a game? Hold on. Because what you all, you don't recall what you were also doing when you had me come up. You was like, but first I have to be on this radio show. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're about to be on a radio show. <laughs> I forgot. So I had to sit there and wait for her <laughs> to just be like a segment on an internet radio show with you and her friends. <laughs> oh, it was a regular. It was on real radio. It was radio. regular. Okay, regular my bad. Radio. But, you know, no, not to diminish the show. But, okay. yeah, she, had, she was like, wait a second. Like, give me my water. And be like, now let me do my thing. <laughs> So at the time, <laughs> shout out to Mickey Wallace. Um, <laughs> that's my boy for life. Um, Mickey was the on-air personality for uh, FM radio in uh, Muskegon, Michigan. And so him and I came up through the trenches together. We was on record labels and all that good stuff. And so he was like, whenever he gets an opportunity or platform, he'll always plug me. So I was still Tanae Talks blogger at the time, but, you know, still doing stuff here and there. And um, he created a segment for me called the Tanae Talk segment where he would bring me on and I would talk to, you know, whatever with the audience of Muskegon at the time. So, yes, I forgot all about that. So I was like, yeah, sit over there while I go do this. And it was probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably like 20 minutes. <laughs> she sings. She's a professor. And she does her radio show. Like, who am I met? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was a professor <laughs> at the time. Yeah, I was teaching at mm-hmm. Richland College and else. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I don't even be thinking you about were, myself. You all these way. things to me. I'm like. And a mom. Yep. So, yeah, I was doing that. So, anyway, I hang up from that job and come at the dining room table. I'm like, oh, you want to play dominoes? Yeah, dominoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we play dominoes. See your face. Okay. And it got real. You see your face. <laughs> What did you think, Terrence, when we played dominoes? Wow. 
It won't be Ifa that makes her not really talk to me. It'll be if I win a hand of dominoes because she mean mugged me. <laughs> she mean mugged me because she won like two hands in a row and she was so happy about it. And I finally slid in a minor victory. And then she <laughs> looked like she wanted to throw me out. Like <laughs> I don't like to lose. <laughs> I don't know how competitive she was. Like for real, I was threatened by the look she gave me like I don't even know there's the, there's that flint you knew I was from flint then that's what I was looking yeah. for like, <laughs> what if we put money on the game that's where we were with it that's so. where we were so that was how we met each other mm-hmm. that was a very great date yeah it at was Freeman a, Cafe at yeah. the Freeman's Cafe wow mm-hmm. ah, here we are. So, um, as you know, as you get into the series of the wedding season, we're going to tell you more interesting stories, possibly give advice or things that we've learned along the way. We ain't no relationship gurus or nothing like that, but uh, we, we good for each other. We good for each other. We are. We, are. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we got agreement. We got, hey, <laughs> that's how we know. We good for each other. <laughs> We got agreement. We got agreement. Shout out to Zora Neale Hurston. Y'all Shout should go out and to read Barracoon. <laughs> go ahead and read the book Barracoon, and y'all will know what we mean when we say we got agreement. <laughs> and so, again, I want to say that today's episode was brought to you by So Bling. So Bling is an independent consultant of paparazzi accessories. Um, so Bling gives you amazing jewelry for five dollars. And visit SoBling.com so you can be a showstopper at your next event with independent consultant Brett Rogers. Follow her at s.o.sbling on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe, click the notification bell, and holler at your girl. Visit linktree backslash Talk or www.tenaytalk.com. But Linktree is your best bet so you can get merchandise like don't be a headline, hope. <laughs> or today talks. <laughs> Any uh, closing remarks, anybody? Oh man, thank you for letting me into your world, talkers. Uh, it'll be an enjoyable ride this season. Uh, she's getting married. She's gonna let me show up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my hashtag. Well, our hashtag. Hashtag. Today's getting married. Terrence is invited. invited. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Oh, in true Tanae Talk fashion, who you want to give a shout out to? Man, shout out to <laughs> The Hideaway. <laughs> shout out to Freeman Cafe. Shout out to The Bakies. <laughs> and shout out to Bernard. Shout out to Bernard. <laughs> right. Shout out to Bernard. What up? What up, though? Um, my shout out, I want to give a shout out to everybody who didn't answer my phone that night. Yeah. Because <laughs> I probably would have been doing other stuff had y'all been there. Yeah, good job. Um, <laughs> shout out to Bernard, who is like our, our collective friend. I got to know Bernard through Terrence now. So shout out to him. He's an author. Check out his books. Google him. Bernard Creamer, just like it sounds. Weaponization of hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no fancy spellings. <laughs> shout out to Tyra for picking out my banging orange dress to yeah. go on our first date. That that really solidified it. He really trying to say that it was me being intellectual, but it was the dress. It was okay. a little bit of A, a little, little bit, bit of B. <laughs> And shout out to my mama for her prayers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And shout out to you for being a great, I want to say, I can't say spouse because we ain't married. A great partner. <laughs> okay, guys. Toodles. Oh,